0: Devotional Podcast Ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll consider another event that occurred in the life of Jesus just before his crucifixion. We're told that immediately following the institution of the Lord's Supper, Jesus had a few more things to say to the disciples. All four of the Gospels include this particular event we're considering today and beautifully give the details we need to paint a clear picture of just what happened. Let's look first at Mark 14, verses 26-31, which say this, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though they all fall away, I will not. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. Imagine that you're one of the disciples to whom Jesus has just spoken these words. You've spent the last three years with him, traveling with him, watching him interact with all sorts of people, listening to him preach and teach, seeing him heal the sick, having meals with him, including the Passover meal. And now he says, you will all fall away. Isn't there something within you that wants to just shout an objection? It seems unimaginable that the ones who've spent this much time with Jesus, the ones who were just with him at the Passover meal, as well as the very first Lord's Supper, would be the same ones so quickly turning away? This is, in effect, what Peter said, Not me, Lord. The others may fall away. They may deny you, but not me. I've got this. I would be ready to die before I would deny you. And yet, we know the rest of the story. It happened exactly as Jesus said it would. Mark 14, verses 66 through 72 tell us this. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, also, you also were with the Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the gateway and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, certainly you are one of them, for you are Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Just as Jesus said, right down to the detail of the moment he said it would occur, Peter did the unimaginable thing. Not just once, but three times he denied ever knowing or being with Jesus. Certainly, we're seeing Peter at his weakest. His frailty is on full display. He was a broken man, weeping bitterly by the end of this encounter. And yet, we know the rest of this story, too. Jesus, the one infinitely stronger than Peter, was waiting to pick him up and use him in a most remarkable way. Peter may have felt that all was lost as he caught a glimpse of Jesus's face when the rooster crowed the second time, but Peter was the very one who went running to the empty tomb when the women reported Jesus was not there. It was Peter who had that amazing early morning encounter with Jesus on the shore, resulting in a restored relationship. It was Peter who the Lord used at Pentecost to preach a sermon like none other when over 3,000 souls were saved. It was Peter who went on to write two books included in the New Testament. Letters written to believers who were confused and afraid because of the persecution they were encountering. What a beautiful picture we have here of what God did through a life transformed by him. Peter might have wept bitterly when the rooster crowed and he was confronted with his personal weakness, but how he must have rejoiced when he realized that Jesus would pick up the weakest, the least likely, and use that very one for his glory. Here's another reminder that God really is the hero of the story, not Peter and not us. This is such an encouraging word to those of us who might wonder if it's possible that we'll ever be useful for God. If you find yourself facing one of those disappointing moments when you feel like joining Peter and weeping bitterly, thinking all is lost, take encouragement from Peter's story and see what God might do with your surrendered and transformed life. In times like this, it's often the simplest words that help the most. Words like, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Remember, we are weak, but he is strong and able to transform any of us, making us useful for his glory, because it is, after all, his story. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you're able to use the weakest vessels for your glory. So we ask you to pick us up, just like you did, Peter, and make us useful for your glory. Help us to cooperate with you as you transform us into people who live for your glory and not our own. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, you may be weak, but Jesus is strong.